Yeah, so I went to uh, Missoula, Montana last week, and I had the chance to meet my birth father and my two half-brothers um, for the first time were all from different mothers, oh, wow. and um, I had done Ancestry back in November, um, actually because my son had done a doggy DNA test on our dog to surprise <laughs> us, so... Um, so then he said to me, he's 19, and he said to me, you know, hey, mom, I know I'm, you know, half Italian, dad's Italian, but, you know, what are you? And I said, you know, good question. I was adopted, and, um, you know, I've always known that. So I just decided to do Ancestry, um, you know, knowing it had the potential to match me with my birth parents. But, you know, I certainly wasn't seeking that out. I wasn't anything right oh so you weren't about, you didn't think in the back no, of your mind no. a little bit like oh this might be kind of exciting or kind of scary I oh, might meet man, somebody I'm I don't know for you. yeah yes yeah I mean I, I knew it could happen but you know I wasn't I wasn't doing it for that reason you know I've never never I've thought about it I've always been curious you know what my uh, birth parents look like who they are but you know I've just never never delved into that so so you never I, looked you know, them just, up you never wondered about that I, I did wonder about them but you know I just didn't know I guess I ne- never had a desire to I always felt really loved by my adoptive family oh. and you know I, I was very I'm curious but it's not something I felt like I had to do you know that I I needed that, but I've definitely had that curiosity. Well, that makes me feel better because when I watch This Is Us, Randall is tortured, and and they had this whole group. Oh, gosh. Did you see that where where the woman was like, I'd rather have my drug bipolar mother than this nice family, and I'm like, I I lost it. (laughs) I love that show so much. It's so great, and I really related to that a lot. That's one of my favorite shows. (laughs) So, yeah. So you did it. You know, we know just from doing the show, we get, a, you know, people opening cans of worms they're not necessarily always ready for. Uh, what <laughs> yeah. happened with you? Well, so I got my ancestry results about four weeks later. And the first thing that popped up was a match with uh, my birth mom. And, you know, it gave me a name and it said 100% parent-child relationship. And so... You know, I was kind of shocked, but I I clicked on that, and, you know, it gave me her name, and so there was no picture or anything, so I immediately thought, well, hey, you know, I'm going to check her out, see if she's on Facebook, and I actually found her on Facebook, and the first picture I saw of her just kind of made my jaw drop. I was like, oh, my God, that looks just like me. Oh, my gosh. Wow, that's so crazy. I just got chills as you yeah. said that. Yeah, and where does yeah, she live? I, she lives in Bismarck, North Dakota, and okay. I was born in Fargo. So, Fargo, just like uh, the movie. <laughs> you obviously weren't raised there because you don't sound like that. <laughs> no, no, I, I, uh, I've actually only, uh, I don't think I've ever been back, actually. I've been to a different part of North Dakota, but... But no, uh, I need to see that movie. I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> see where you come from. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I, you know, I found her and I just, you know, it was a little overwhelming, but I thought, hey, what the heck, I'll, I'll reach out to her. And um, so I did that on 
Facebook Messenger and sent her a message saying, you know, hey, I, I think you're my birth mom. Oh my you know, we got a match on Ancestry and, you know, I'd love it if, if you'd contact me. And I also messaged her on Ancestry. I didn't hear anything back for, you know, two days for either one of those things. And I also, you know, just through Facebook, looking at her page, I was able to pretty much, you know, find out who her sisters were and she had some brothers. And, and so I actually messaged one of her sisters as well and said, Hey, you know, this is my name. I, I think your sister's my birth mom. I would love it if, you know, she, she would contact me if she'd like that. And so I guess my birth mom had, you know, gotten some messages through the years on Facebook of people claiming to be her birth daughter, but weren't. So she was very weary of any kind of messages from people she didn't know. So she, she actually saw my message, but she ignored it because she figured, Oh, it couldn't possibly be, you know, the real me. So, but when her sister contacted her and said, Hey, I got this message. Then she knew like, okay, this, this might be legit. So, and then she saw your picture and was like, Oh my gosh, it's me. Like (laughs) four years ago. Yeah. Yeah, so she she wrote me back, and then we, you know, we started emailing, um, and, you know, just kind of corresponding through email and um, a little bit of text, and then, you know, we eventually talked on the phone, and so she pretty much told me that, um, you know, she wasn't sure who my birth father was. It was one of two people, but once she told me both of those guys' names, I was actually able to tell her who my father was because I was also matched on ancestry with, with a cousin that I shared DNA with, with with the same last name as one of the names she gave me of who could be my father. So, you know, I pretty much solved that mystery for her. I said, well, I can tell you right now who it is. (laughs) That's crazy. I mean, this must be happening all over the country, My gosh! right? People with ancestry and... I mean, I can tell you now, I have a a cousin who's contacted my mom. I run her DNA page, and Uh we found out my aunt had a a baby, and he wants more info, but my aunt's alive and has, like, shut that door. Do you know what I'm saying? She is an iron, uh like, wall. Like, nothing's getting by her. And we sit every day, Uh like, we should write this person back. Right. But we, you know. But out of respect for her. Yeah, that uh-huh. we, we don't, yeah. and it's really torture. Yeah, yeah. Oh yes. my god. So, did yeah. you meet the? So, so you met your? Uh, have you met your birth mom? I haven't yet. I have a. She was supposed to come here at one point, but it didn't work out, and so she actually invited me to come to North Dakota. So I'm going there in August to meet her oh for god. the first time. Wow! Wow! Yeah. And how did you end up meeting your birth father? So I was contacted by another person on Ancestry who had an even stronger match with me, indicating we were half-siblings. And honestly, I hadn't even looked at any of my other matches because I was so focused on, you know, oh my gosh, there's my birth mom. So I hadn't looked at anyone else. And so out of the blue, he contacted me and said, hey, you know, we seem to be half-siblings. And he had no idea who his birth was father was so I was pretty much the missing link that was able to you know tell him hey if you're my half sibling I know who your father is so oh my god um, this is crazy this is crazy crazy? because there's all these people out there who are related who haven't known it until now yes 
And you're kind of yes. like the missing link that's putting it all together. I, I certainly was. You know, if <laughs> you know, if he hadn't have found me, he would have never known who his father was. So, wow. you know, my birth mom had the information we needed to find both of our fathers. So it was quite amazing. And you know, him and I pretty much worked together. We dug up some information and then got some phone numbers. And he ended up calling our birth father. And pretty much, you know, he got him on the phone and said, hey, I've got a story if you want to listen to it. And pretty much told him, you know, he had a son and a daughter out there that, uh, you know, and he just kind of told him, told him the story. So what must it be like to be on the other end of that phone call? You answer the phone. Oh, can you imagine? And oh. you're just some dude living in, you know, Montana doing your thing. And now you've you've got people who are calling saying they're your children. Grown children. Exactly. <clears throat> well, yeah. well, here's the real thing. And, you know, we're all we're all in our 40s, so oh. you know it's been a while. So I'm sure it was a shock. <laughs> so do here's the real question: Do you like your birth father? You know, yes. I I only got to spend about an hour, an hour and a half with him, but he is so genuine and kind. So yes. Oh my gosh. So you flew up to Montana and you only got to see them for like an hour, hour and a half? Yeah, you know, he's still he's still working. He was able to come on his lunch break. He's actually um dying. He has terminal brain cancer. Oh my gosh. So oh my he's gosh. still he's still working. You know, he was only given a year to live and that was a little over a year ago. So I thought, you know, probably a good time to go. It might be the only time all four of us will ever get to be together. So what must that feel like for you now? You're processing all this stuff. Now you know who your mother is. Now you're realizing there are half-siblings out there. Now you meet the guy who's your birth father and then learn he may not have much time left. Does that feel like why are you given this information now? Or does it still feel like a blessing to, to be able to, to find out? I think it's still a blessing. You know, I'm really glad I did it. I... It was hard for me to do, especially on such spur of the moment. But, you know, I don't regret it at all, and I'm really glad I did it. Um, and, you know, he's doing well right now, so maybe there'll be another op- opportunity to go see him again. What does it feel like? Like, you know, I always think this with my 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 daughters, like my biological daughter, right? And, like, you see them, you uh-huh. like you, you smell them, and they're the best-smelling things. And as you know, I have an adoptive son. And now he feels like my son. Yeah. At first it wasn't. Uh-huh. It felt a little weird, and you know what I mean? But now, like, he's like one of us. He's 100% like, your yeah. family. Yeah. yeah. So how does it yeah. feel, like, to see those, like, your parent – like, do you want to touch yeah. them? Do you want to hug them? Does it feel like there's some bond or is it just yeah. feel like a stranger? I, mean, I, I felt a bond. You know, I was I was very, very nervous. And they were all just so great and warm and welcoming. And, you know, it really went well. So I was so, so happy. And we all got along great. And, um, you know, I think everyone was just kind of in shock, too, still, even though, you know, we've kind of known about about each other for right. some months, but just being there together and being able to hug them, that was really great. What an emotional experience. I mean, since you've gotten back from your trip, has there been any more that's kind of like sunk into you or things that you're now realizing or wondering about? 
You know, I I would like a little more communication just because I, I only got about an hour with him. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I think I'm just, my head's still spinning, you know, I'm just trying to wow. process it all. Like, holy cow, this, this actually happened, you know, and just trying to let it all sink in, I guess. And your adoptive family, what do they, they think? are supportive? You know, my, my parents, my adoptive parents have always said, you know, my whole life, if you ever want to search, you know, we'll help you. Um, so they're so supportive. They're so excited. I think they were more excited than I was to, you know, when I discovered all these things. Because they said, oh, my gosh, you know, let's let's go take a trip there now. Let's meet him. And I was just like, whoa, slow down here, you know. <laughs> wow. Yeah, because you can see a lot of people wouldn't feel that way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but they're they're great, you know. They're so happy for me, and and you still like them. To know everybody. You still like them. You still want them in your life. Your adoptive family. <laughs> I'm so paranoid yeah. about this is us. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> oh, well, that I mean, it sounds honestly like it couldn't go any better. Yeah, yeah. Because a, I yeah. think we know and have heard stories of people who wanted to know. Um, their adoptive family didn't want them to know. We've heard stories of people who had very supportive adoptive parents who reached out to the biological parents and got a harsh, you know, door slammed in the face yeah, and don't you yeah. ever come, you know. Yeah. And you've got the yeah. best of everything going. So. Yeah, it's really amazing, you know, how it worked out. And, you know, it was it was really neat for me to get the answers to a lot of the questions. You know, why was I place for adoption you okay. know my birth mom was 17 when oh, she had me and yeah she was pretty much forced to yeah. give me up by her her dad and her stepmom so oh. um you know she so just learning the situations about you know how it happened and why and everything was just really that's gonna really be so nice. hard i mean I, I, do, like that. I do think that that's part of the problem like we went through a time here right where if some if a 16, 17, 18, 19, 20-year-old was pregnant. They would go to these homes for, you know, have these babies. Nobody knew. They had to give them up. It wasn't right. their choice. Right. And so these... That's things, exactly what happened with yeah. my birth mom. She was, she was sent three hours away for yeah. three months to go have me. And, and yep, no, nobody exactly knew about it. And, and can you imagine the trauma and torture uh, that must be like and, and why a lot of... What parents, when they do get, you know, connected with, have a hard time dealing with it because they had to shut it out because they were taught nothing else. They had to bury that secret. Yeah. I mean, imagine that. Because even going through the trauma, mm-hmm. frankly, of, you know, um, carrying a child in your womb right. for nine months, yeah. going through the birth and the labor, and then the baby oh, yeah. goes away, and now you also don't get to go back home and talk about it. Nope. You can't even share nope. what you've knows. been through. You just have to yeah. pretend oh, how it didn't even happen. Right. I mean, that's got to be so traumatic yeah. for those women. You know, one thing my birth mom told me is she said, you know, she never kept it a secret from anyone. And she always, you know, would, would talk about it to other families. So that, that was kind of neat for me to hear, you know, that she's never, never hidden it, never kept oh. it a secret. And she actually... You know, she put herself out there for, for me to find her if I wanted. She left a letter with the adoption agency, and she, you know, she did ancestry for the sole purpose of 
you know, if I ever did it, then we would have a match. Um, she said she never moved or she only moved like a hundred miles away from where she grew up. You know, she's always been in the same state. She never changed her name. She said, you know, if, if she, if I ever wanted to find her, she would be easy to find. So that was kind of neat to hear. Wow. Well, that's, that tells you like she wanted to maintain that connection, even though, you know, and, and she went all this time and probably had kind of given up on, that ever happening almost she did you know? she did give up on it and in fact she said you know she was too scared to search for me because she was afraid of rejection you know she didn't know how i would incredible i love that story i oh love it so much it I gives know. me hope because it does yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it's got to give other people who have gone through been adopted or have adopted kids or have had to give their kids up it's got to give them hope too Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I think I've been just so fortunate the way everything played out. And I, I couldn't have asked for, you know, better surprise family. You know, they're all just such wonderful people. And you never you, know. you never accidentally dated your half-brother, right? I saw that all the time on Oprah. <laughs> no. I did. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> we were so well-matched. We had so much in common. <laughs> you hear that? Like, these two, like, they were adopted, and they didn't know, and there was just something that, attra- you know, like, yeah. that was, like, familiar, but they didn't know. <laughs> and they dated, and just, oh. Oh, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry. Thankfully, that didn't happen I to you. Help it. Yeah. Thanks for taking a special moment and uh-huh. ruining it. Uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, funny. Well, Leanne, thank you for sharing your story with us. Thank and, you. and, you know, if something else happens, you know, let us know. We'd love, we'd love to know kind of an update at some point. But Oh, absolutely. Really yeah, excited for you and all of this new stuff. I mean, your family, you're going to be sending a lot more Christmas cards this year, you know? Oh, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> yep, yep. It's it's been amazing. 